welcome to Avant-Garde Book Storytime. Today, I will be reading another classic fable. This fable is called Hansel and Gretel. The adaptation you'll be listening to was done by Jane Girard. Get into a comfortable place, get relaxed, and listen quietly to Hansel and Gretel. Long ago, a woodcutter lived on the edge of a large forest with his two children and his wife, who was the children's stepmother. The woodcutter's son was called Hansel and his daughter, Gretel. Although the woodcutter worked hard, he was very poor. One year, there was a terrible famine in the land. The woodcutter did not have enough food for his family. The woodcutter's wife complained that the whole family would soon die of hunger. So one night, she told her husband that he must take the children deep into the woods and leave them there. Hansel heard them talking and told Gretel about their stepmother's idea. The children were both very frightened. Then Hansel made a plan. Later that night, when his parents were sleeping and the moon was high, the boy sneaked outside and gathered as many white pebbles as his pockets would hold. The next morning, the stepmother told Hansel and Gretel that they were going all to gather firewood. As they walked deeper and deeper into the woods, Hansel would stop now and then to look toward his house. Hansel was scolded by his stepmother for being slow, but he was really dropping the white pebbles to mark the way home. When they finally stopped, the woodcutter built a fire and left the children some crust of bread for their supper. He said he and his wife would return when they were done cutting wood. Hansel and Gretel knew that they would not be back. They slept for a while by the fire, waiting for nightfall. Then, with the moonlight shining on the white pebbles, Hansel and Gretel followed the trail straight back to their home. You bad children, cried the stepmother when she saw Hansel and Gretel. Why did you sleep so long? But she was secretly angry that they had returned. The next day, the woman made her husband lead Hansel and Gretel back into the woods. This time, the woodcutter led Hansel and Gretel deeper into the forest. Hansel had not had time to gather pebbles, so he crumbled his bread and left a trail of crumbs instead. Hansel and Gretel slept until the moon rose. Then they searched for the path of breadcrumbs, but the bread had been eaten by the birds in the forest, so they could not find their way home. They searched until they were so tired that they had to stop and sleep. The next morning they searched again. Then Hansel and Gretel saw a beautiful white bird who sang so sweetly they followed him as he flew from branch to branch. Soon they found themselves in a small field where they saw the most amazing house. It was made of gingerbread with a roof of icing and windows made of sugar. The children were so hungry, they didn't stop to think. They each broke off a piece of the house and started to eat it. No sooner had they stuffed their mouths than they heard a gentle voice calling. Nibble, nibble like a mouse. Who's that nibbling at my house? The door of the house opened, and there stood an old woman 
leaning on a heavy cane. Hansel and Gretel were so frightened that they dropped what they were eating. The woman smiled and invited Hansel and Gretel into her house. Seeing how hungry and tired they were, she gave them a wonderful dinner of pancakes and apples. Then she made up beds for them and put them right to sleep, as kind as any grandmother. Hansel and Gretel did not know that the woman, who seemed so nice, was really a wicked witch. But before Hansel and Gretel awoke the next morning, the witch carried Hansel to a little cage that she had built and locked him inside. Now, she cackled, I'll fatten him up. He'll make a tasty treat for me to eat. Then she woke poor Gretel and ordered her to fetch water and cook food for Hansel because she wanted him to grow plump. Hansel and Gretel cried and begged to be set free, but the witch just laughed. Each day, the witch, who could not see very well, wanted to feel Hansel's fingers through the bars of his cage. She wanted to know whether he was getting plump enough to eat, but he carefully gave her only an old bone to feel. She thought he was still too much too thin for her to eat. Four weeks went by, and Hansel didn't seem to grow any fatter. Gretel could see that the witch was becoming very impatient. One morning, the witch ordered Gretel to make a fire. After a while, she told Gretel to climb up into the oven to see if the fire was ready. But Gretel said, how can I get into the oven to see? The witch became angry at that and climbed up into the oven to show Gretel how to look at the fire. Quick as a wink, Gretel gave the witch a hard shove that sent her tumbling all the way in. Then she banged the door shut. Gretel ran to free Hansel. Now that they had nothing to fear, they exploded, explored the witch's house. They found boxes of jewels and gold coins in every corner. The children filled their pockets with riches and set out to find their way home. Before they had gone very far, they came to the edge of a wide lake. How will we ever cross without a bridge or a boat? asked Hansel. Here comes a swan, answered Gretel. I will ask her if she can help us. The good bird agreed to carry them across the lake one at a time. Once on the other side, Hansel and Gretel found themselves in a familiar little wood. Soon they were running down the path for home. The woodcutter cried tears of joy to see his children once again. He had not had one moment of peace since he had left them in the forest, and his wife had died while they were gone. Gretel emptied the jewels from her apron into her father's lap. Pearls and rubies scattered onto the floor. Hansel added handfuls of gold from his pockets. Hansel and Gretel and their father lived happily for the rest of their lives with the help of the witch's gold. Boys and girls, that was Hansel and Gretel. The adaptation was by Jane Gerard. I hope you enjoyed this fable. Have a beautiful day, boys and girls.